Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Daniel here. How's it going? Hey, now. Clay here. How's it going? Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, so on today's episode, I know it's been a little while. I hope you guys had a good mother's day holiday um we let you guys have that one for free uh on today's show we will be talking about moon knight season one so full spoilers for that if you haven't seen moon knight uh which uh i really recommend you go do that uh as soon as possible uh and then we'll also get into like all the stuff we've been watching reading and all that uh towards the latter half of the episode but clay I want to get right into it because yes. I wish I had a flashback feature where we can go back and get a <laughs> clip from our episode after the first episode uh, aired. Because I, I hated the first episode. Yeah, yeah, you were very critical. I was like, this is not Moon Knight. This, well, I don't know what the fuck this is, but it yeah. is not Moon Knight. And yeah. I feel like it was very incomplete in this. And, 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 I, and, I, and I do... Even though I love it at the end, I do feel that there is a sense of incompleteness to the first mm-hmm. season, but we can get into that as we go along. Sure. Because there's things that I feel like should have been a part of it, but I feel like if we're getting uh, Jake Lockley in the second season, it should have been part of the first season. Yeah. But and again, but they only did six episodes. It's it's a great watch. It's a you can watch it all in a day. It has it does have some great action when it finally gets to it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, in regards to that, I like that it also kind of leaves up leaves a lot up to your imagination as the you know as but see, the that, watcher. See, that's where I feel like it's still kind of incomplete because I feel that in season two, if there's a season two or however they're going to explain Jake, that they're going to have to show what Jake did in season one. Don't you feel like? Because there's multiple scenes of, like him falling out of the of the castle, him beating up uh, the people when he's discovered uh, by Harrow the first time, like those blank outs of, of violence and action are what I want to see. But I feel like there's going to be an episode that's just going to explain Jake and fill all those plot holes in. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I'm saying this from the point of yeah, I don't I don't know much about the ID, and I don't know much about any of those issues that that are in the in the show. But I feel like all those gaps in time as the viewer were uh, a good way for me to. I'm not gonna say relate because I don't think it's really it's something you can relate to. But at least I relate a lot to it though, so I can talk from that angle. But but at least empathize and feel like what our main characters feeling like they also have these gaps in time, right? When they switch from one altar to the other. Um, so I, I thought that was good. I don't know that it would serve as the show to go back and show us that stuff. I think and at first I was also like, yeah, I do want to see what happened, and because I didn't really know where the story was going. But now that we know that, you know, those big gaps in time that we probably missed that that neither Mark nor Stephen know about. Are Jake, um, then I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that that would be that would be probably uh, maybe a disservice to this first season. Uh, we do have Austin in the chat. Hey, Austin. Hey, Austin. I think no more seasons. We get more Moon Knight throughout the. Oh yeah, Scarlet Scarab would be cool. Scarlet Scarab would be cool. Uh, 
it's just, you know, her, her arc was really about her father, you know, and that journey and discovering who Mark really is, discovering who she's married and, and then becoming this hero, uh, this Egyptian hero, mm -hmm. uh, which I totally dug. Like I, what did you, what did you think about when she showed up and had a suit and all that? And we were just didn't know that was coming. Oh, she, I mean, she was also always very reluctant as like, I don't like, I'm here to kind of find out who killed my father and all that. And also because she cares about Mark and Steven towards the end of the, you know, like, I think she cares about both once she got to know them. But, but yeah, even in the conversation with Tower, like, this is a temporary thing. So I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if maybe she'll see that she can do more good as this uh, avatar of Tower. Uh, or if it'll be something that maybe, I mean, they can do whatever they want. Like, they, it's a comic, right? They can do, like, well, yeah. here you can keep powers but still, you know, be your own person. I guess it also relates back to the god that's controlling you. As we all, all obviously, Conchu is more of an asshole. Oh, um, yeah. Where he wants the control. But MVP of, of the show. Yeah. Is Conchu not the MVP of the show? Like, I, I loved every line, every lie, every take he told steven every take he told mark yeah i think he's he's very well done um very different from like in the comics i feel like i don't know maybe they haven't fleshed them out or maybe i just haven't read the right run um uh, because in the comics i do feel like most of it is about uh you know mark or steven or you know whoever is whoever is in charge of Kanchu Kanchu is in the lemire run the most so, like, you know, I'm, I'm reading some other stuff and having him, sh him show up, and it's kind of weird because it's like he doesn't have the voice that Lemire gave him, which is mm -hmm. the one that kind of stands out in my head a lot. So, yeah. but I, you know, season two could just be an entire Jake Lockley season because, because, you know, when I watched the first episode, I'm like, where's Marlene? Where's Gina? Where are the kids? Where's, you know, but we did see Crowley. We've seen Crowley yeah. twice. So we know he, he exists and we know Crowley knows Mark. Or or knows um, does he know Mark? Stephen, I guess. Well, he only knows Stephen. Yeah, he only, yeah, he knows, only Stephen. knows Stephen. But they were. But wasn't Crowley in his head? I guess we don't really know. He could know Mark. It's just like because he was just a statue dude. Like he doesn't really react to anything, right? So to him, but see, that's the other thing is that's great though. Is is he always talked to statues in the comics, and then to him actually talking to a statue who is a yeah. main character from the book was kind of was a, a neat nod. Yes, but they didn't yeah, use cool. him at all. But I feel like he might be the the string that connects Jake because like what what might happen is and what had. Uh, happened in the comics is Jake has an entire life that uh, Mark and Steven don't know about. He has a child. Oh. He has, yeah, like he, he has a whole lot that has been going on that neither of them know about. So season two could be a heavy Jake episode and could just yeah. suddenly be all the action that we wanted. It'd be kind of neat to see Steven tonight who did the first season of daredevil come in and do a second season of moon Knight and give us that kind of action. Because this was talk heavy, uh, you know, that this was very, I mean, it was well acted. It was well written. I admit, you know, there was not as much action that I wanted, but I still mm -hmm. loved every scene where Isaac and, um, uh, or Oscar Isaacs and um, Harrow, Jesus, Ethan Hawke would just sit and talk. 
like just their exchanges were so damn good. And even when they were in the mental institution and you could see Harrow playing a doctor and just being, I mean, even, even the way he talked was different mm-hmm. and it was so good. And then you'd see Oscar Isaac go through all the personalities. I and mean, I believe we did see Jake in that group. Oh, for sure. I think there, there was a big thing. And this is after watching, like, I'm really bad at recognizing things up front, but then when somebody points them out, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. And, and from there, I can't start inferring. Uh, so I think it was, was it uh, episode four where we finally went to the, the asylum um, place? Uh, well, I guess, yeah, but then in episode five, when he comes out, Oscar Isaac comes back out of it and he's back in the office with, uh, with Harrow. He talks differently. He talks, and the, he, yeah. he's even got the little, you know, I think, uh, it looks like he's been fighting. His nose has yeah, been broken. Jake, Jake, Jake is a he's a boxer, right? Is he the one that's a boxer in the No, none of them are a boxer. He's a cab driver. Right. Yeah. Comics, Mark Mark Spector is the is the fighter, but he's he's yeah. more of a trained fighter, where Jake is more of a street fighter. Oh, okay. But but, yeah, but Jake yeah. in the comics was always more of the intelligence. Like that's why he hung out at Gina's. Crowley gave him the information from the streets, the kids, whoever he was working with at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't until the like the Max Bemis run where you got all of the uh, inner workings of, of what Jake's been doing, you know, and that he had a family. It's wild to have a personality that's been living a life and raising a kid and the other two didn't even know. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that definitely, I mean, it's a big reveal, right? So oh, it's yeah. like when, when you find stuff like that and, and it, it's fun to do in the comics because it's like a retcon but but it really it's a retcon that really fits in as opposed to like a retcon that they want to do just because uh because they want to like tie everything up or whatever yeah um, now now you said you didn't feel like you like related to a lot of this in in here and i said i do and i and i and i want to point out like what i feel like is Jake and Mark are sometimes the, the the voices that are in your head, you know, whether it's a and I think like because I suffer from depression, you have a negative voice in your head that you have mm-hmm. to deal with sometimes. And so it's it, seeing seeing Mark and Jay or uh, Mark and Stephen work together and overcome that has always been my take on depression in mm-hmm. the sense mm-hmm. that that voice in your head that brings you down also should be your you should you should be able to alter that and turn that into positive thinking and and because you would never tell your best friend those things so why does that negative voice in your head say those things you know you just have to work through it and seeing mark and and, well see seeing them embrace in the middle of the hospital like becoming friends that was so great that was such a great moment for me just to see that they finally have kind of like they have this physical connection now and it's not just talking through mirrors. Yeah, I, I think, and I think that's where the show, I think really hit a lot of really cool notes for me. But like I mentioned, even though personally, I don't have any experience with that kind of stuff, I can still relate. And I, uh, and then I understand. And like those feel like those scenes when they hug, when he, you know, he pulls them out of the coffin and of the sarcophagus and, and they hug, like that was a really cool moment. Right. And then they're yeah. trying to solve things. Uh, and then the, the the picture I used for our um, for our preview, like when when they meet the first seed tower it, and they just like go really quick. Like Oscar Isaac's really good at that stuff where he just makes you feel the emotions that 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 they want you to feel from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, 
there was just so much uh, after the first one that I loved because I really hated that first episode. I felt like the first two episodes were a full episode. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm also trying to think, are they making his stories and stuff always incomplete? Are we never going to get, are we always going to have these dangling storylines because that's the kind of character he is? He never, he's not a complete person. Yeah, I mean, Does that makes sense. I, 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 that was my that was kind of my my theory when, when their their hearts were on the scale, and uh, and they were being measured, and I thought for me I was like the reason that they're not even is because they're still missing a part of who they are, and that was Jake who's in, who was probably in the other sarcophagus, but then right. once that once one of them fell off the boat, then there was only two and it was it could balance and I, that that was just my. I guess that's how I took that, like, the reason, or at least explain it in my head, that the reason they finally balanced wasn't because they were, which which also you could be like, they were finally at peace with each other because, you know, um, Mark showed all his trauma to all the stuff that he had been protecting Stephen from his whole life or the reason yeah. that he came up with. Um, and then, yeah, Austin in the chat agrees with, I just really felt like that was maybe, or well, at least one of the partial explanation of what could have happened. Um, but I think that's the other really cool thing about the show. It leaves a lot up to you as to like, how do you want to, which we don't, you, we don't get that a lot in the MCU. I feel that kind of nuance sometimes gets lost. Like they like, no, this is what's happening and this is the way it is or whatever. Whereas with this show, because it's so disconnected, like even though there's, there's a strength to connect it to the larger MCU and and hopefully you know I do want to see Moon Knight in the future interact yeah. with other characters. Like I'm glad that this show was as isolated as it was, um, uh, because it, it allows you to do all that kind of stuff and and you know like not have to worry about like, well is this in line with the larger picture of everything that we're doing? Yeah, I think I think it's the perfect time for Moon Knight to team up with like some of the younger uh, heroes. Uh, I'd love to see him team up with Spider Man, uh, uh, Kate Bishop, uh, the new Black Widow, because in my mind they they would see him as like a hero, but then he could easily turn violent in front of mm-hmm. them, and then it would just freak them the fuck out, and they'd be like, "How do we deal with a guy?" who we think is a hero in our group, but is committing violence like we yeah. don't want. It'd be like, and I, I know people hate this comparison to Batman, but it'd be like, you know, like when when some of the sidekicks start finally working with Batman, but then he does that one thing that looks like a real asshole move. Like, wait, what do you mean you prepared? Like when he, he finally shows how distrustful he is to someone, Yeah, that impact that it has on the sidekicks, like, oh, Batman's a real asshole. Like mm-hmm. it, it could be the same, just more like you know he's a real violent dude or whatever. Um, so, what I, what I want from Moon Knight going forward, and and I like I like your take as well. But obviously, well, because- well real quick, I just you know your your take on on the scales and everything. I think the scales balance. I think Conchu has uh, Conchu has taken Mark's mind and compartmentalized it and put it into a, a mental hospital. That's why Jake's in the sarcophagus because. He can't control Jake. He can control Mark and he can control Steven. And so if he compartmentalizes that, that's why in that one room you see all those people that, that he's killed. Yeah. You know, yeah. and 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 he has to go in there and kind of deal with it. Um, I, I think Conch, you can't control Jake, and that's part of the problem, and that's why he stays in there. 
I I think Jake coming out could easily take over Mr. Knight and Mr. Knight become what he is in the comic book, which is just a much more violent character. All right. While we're, while we're talking about Jake, because I have this theory that, so we have Mark, he wears the, the normal Moon Knight outfit, right? Right. Uh, and then Steven, he wears the, when he, became, when he uses the powers, he becomes Mr. Knight. Right. Well, I think my theory is that whenever Jake finally puts on Conchu's armor or whatever, he can look like the Declan Shalvey with the black touches. Oh, perfect. To, to present like a the, the darker side of him. Yes. Uh, yeah, I do like that. Okay, that's great. I would love to see that costume. And that's kind of how you can because it's it's very easy for to visually separate them, separate all the all the the alters from each other. Also, when yeah. they're in the and it would be a cool scene that maybe they're in a situation where they have to switch back and forth while they're fighting, like they did, like like Mister Knight and, and uh, Mark, the Mark version did that a little bit, yeah, um, in, in fight. Uh, but I think maybe them, even it could even be like that they're fighting Jake internally for control at the moment, where they also have to fight an external force. Uh, but then the second part is whenever the alters finally do begin to work together. They use the Konshu armor. Like this is the oh, full yeah. final power of the uh, of the Moon Knight, right? Like when when right. all the pieces fit together. Um, so that's just something I was thinking about because, and I love Declan Shelby's art, which is one of the main things that that this stuff. I was like, how do we get this version of it in the show? Right. Well, well, there's like that one scene where Moon Knight's like flying through the night, and his cape isn't like waving like you see most superheroes. Yeah, it's kind of curved into mm -hmm. a circle, and that's straight out of a Declan uh, Shelby cover. Yeah, I, I, I think it's in. That. I think it's in this panel that I pulled just at the top. Like you can see that because I, I cropped yeah, yeah. it because of the conch. But I did want to ask because you read a lot more Moon Knight. Does he fly in the comics? No, he just. That's why he has the moon copter. That's the okay. The, that's the other thing is like, um, uh, you know, he always had all this gear, and now with Conchu, he doesn't have to have this gear. So he's and, never flown like he did in the show, like where no. he actually takes flight. Well, I mean, he has gear to do it, so he has like this, like hang glider type thing he's yeah used i've before. seen that but, but yeah. just by himself okay but usually it's it's the copter the copter was the big thing because frenchy would frenchy would fly it he'd drop a ladder moon knight would grab it and fly the drop from the ladder you know like he would do the uh rooftop scenes and stuff that we saw in the show but usually he'd be dropping from the sky I want to see Moon Knight copter versus the Thanos copter uh, in a in a dogfight in the sky. <laughs> you know what though? Now that I think about it, though, you know, as I was saying, Conchu can't control Jake. But then at the end, in the uh, uh, extra scenes, we do see that they have somehow uh, come together. Maybe Conchu mm -hmm. has made a deal with Jake, and that's uh, who's in control now. Yeah, yeah, I, I really, I mean. I don't know how people feel about end credit scene on the TV show. I still like them. I really like that whole thing at the end because you can't look. You can't just leave Harrow out there with um, uh, what's yeah. the what's the god that was the crocodile uh, god Amit. Amit. Yeah, you can't just leave him out there, right? Um, which I like that Mark and Steven that neither of them wanted to kill Amit because it makes sense that they're 
their that was their whole arc, I think, right? For Mark to maybe prove that he can change and pull back and not have to be this mercenary that he's been. Um, he could do things his own way too. Uh, but then I was like, when when Konshu let them off the hook without killing Ahmed, I was like, something's going on here. So yeah. like, there's no way Konshu did not prepare for this eventuality uh, because he's like a devious dude, right? Um, you know, w- one of my favorite scenes in the whole show is when they finally show Mark's backstory of like how he got the powers. Yeah, uh, and it was all just by taking full advantage of of uh of mark and his situation and then his mental state and that's proven and solidified in that end credit scene where they're like i didn't pick you because i wanted to get close to layla i picked you because i can control you and then even if you fight back from your control i can still control you through this other altar of jake lockley that you don't even know about right yeah, yeah, like he's so broken. And that's the other thing is is DID, uh, dis- dissociative identity disorder, as it's uh, been described, is triggered from a personality that is suppressed uh, and brought forth to help deal with psychological trauma. Mm-hmm. And in, in this case, uh, or in the, in the show, it's uh, that his brother died, he saw his brother die, and his mother basically lost her mind because of it, you know, and blamed him, blamed, I mean, really just treated a child like uh, a killer. Yeah. Uh, but in the comic, it's way darker. I don't know how much you want to get into that, <laughs> but did you read that issue? I mean, that was, no, I, I did read the one, it wasn't the one you recommended after. Yeah, after that. yeah I did read it. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty heavy. I mean, both both the the the, the show and the, the comic are just super heavy with you know like abuse and both physical and mental and like just really really shitty stuff going on. Um, yeah, because it's to watch in the morning. That was not that was not a fun <laughs> watch in the morning because uh, I would yeah. normally watch these before work. Yeah, because I told Shelby, I said I said this is a real heavy episode, and she goes, "Well, I watch five and six so that it, I'll get through that and get to the end and won't have to wait a week to go through the, the, the yeah, tough yeah. stuff. But in, in the comic, uh, Mark is, you know, Mark and his dad, uh, his dad is, I don't know, his, the, he's raised Jewish. Yes. He, ha- he has a friend that he calls his uncle who uh, looks like, uh, I forget, is it, are they fundamentalists? Fundamentalists. Orthodox. 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 Yes. Yes. Um, And and he's like a friend of the family. He he escaped World War II. He has all these. You know, he he's just this good friend of the family. And as the story goes on, uh, Jake would go visit him, and uh, he goes to visit him and catches him torturing a man. And he you think he's dead because he sees his uncle standing there with these instruments of torture. Uh, you see this guy who's wrapped up, hanging upside down, just bleeding from everywhere, and and the and the uncle hits the body, going, "Oh, Mark, he's not dead!" And you just hear the dude scream, <laughs> and you find out that uh, his uncle is a self-hating Jew who worked with the Nazis, worked with Mengele, and would torture and kill other Jews. And not only did he do it then, he's still doing it because he enjoys it. Damn. And there's a level of his 
he doesn't know it like i'm trying to remember if his day if he could cope with his dad knowing this or not uh but that's where that that was the trigger of the personalities that uh uh brought out mark specter or brought out um steven and brought out jake at the same time so i'm thinking that maybe there's an incident that brought out uh uh, Stephen first, and that is this death. There might be a second thing that triggers Jake coming out. Where does where did Jake come from? And it might be this uncle that he had as a kid, but he didn't seem to hang around his family that much, uh, or he left. Like, how old do you think he was when he left? When they showed that one scene? Oh man, um, probably like in his maybe, teens. yeah, in his teens. Yeah, you know, teens. I would say, yeah, I would say maybe sixteen or seventeen. So this is the comic you sort of talking about. It's one night, Moon Knight one ninety four by uh, Max Bemis and is it Josh Templeton? I think it's Josh Templeton art. Uh, Ty Templeton. Ty Templeton. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ty yeah. Templeton. It's a standalone. Uh, yeah. If you want to pick it up, uh, it's a. It's really dark. It's bloody. It's. Yeah. It, I mean, it's more bad. horror than bloody. It's more, you know, but it's just the idea that you have this person that you think is like a friend of the family and he has just this most disturbing messed up background and it's just like it's broken you because you thought this was a good person and it's not hey yeah, i'm gonna have to step away for a second hold on okay so yeah this this comic like i read it after uh episode four and it's pretty messed up. So go check it out. It's on Marvel Unlimited. Um, but back, cool. Yeah, this is this. this is getting real messed up. So. But yeah, this, but yeah, it, really it, that is the issue. If you want to dig in deep into the mental problems of Mark Spector, that's the issue to start with. Yeah, I think I, I definitely want to go back and read more stuff because there's so many things that I'm just like, oh, these are very cool concepts that the show is really presenting and i'm sure it's been like i know they're pulling a lot of stuff it has to be pulling from the comics right like oh yeah one way or another uh, obviously we recognize the stuff that's more recent like lemire and uh the shabby run like they they pull a lot of stuff from that um uh, but but there's so much more i mean was there anything you saw that you're like oh this is from like like one of the older runs like maybe charlie Huston or like even I think not so much from the beginning because he yeah, was a really different character back then. Yeah, I you know, and it's weird because if you go back to the like Werewolf by Night stuff, it is uh it it just shows he, Moon Knight going after Werewolf by Night and he's uh he's hired by I think it they're called like the syndicate or there's like a group that's running things and it's more of a um what the hell am I trying to say? It's more of an organization kind of thing and not as supernatural. It's kind of business oriented. So it's kind of weird to see um, because it grows from that aspect into the series, which the series focuses more on street level crime. The The first run is more, I would say, more like a Daredevil type book in uh, who he's in, in that he's fighting on the streets, but with more of a supernatural angle to it. Well, we do have. Hey, Kyle. Hey, uh, it's Kyle. Hey. Welcome. Yeah, we, we you caught us in the middle of some Moon Knight stuff. Um, yeah. Have you, have <laughs> you seen any comics. of the show? Kyle, have you seen any of the show? Uh, a little bit. Not a fan. 
Okay. What? what? So that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, I'm. I'm. I don't, well, I don't want you to not like the show, but I'm glad there's somebody with like a bit of a. No, different... I just. I. I'm not liking. The, I don't like the direct. I, I watched first episodes and then I kind of kept up with what was going on, and I just. I'm not a fan of what they did. I want. I should have been honest. I wanted white Batman beating the hell out of street criminals. I didn't want this fucking Egyptian god bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight up honest. Oh man, but see that I'm that that's the thing I wanted yeah. to point out too is they avoided doing the billionaire uh, personality. Not I only would rather in this, have had that. I would rather have had that. But but I think I don't. Who who's cheering for the millionaire? Who, like I, I think when ba- Ben Affleck said Batman, what's your superpower? And he said I'm rich. People. People kind of go, uh, I think no. that I, oh, true. I, I don't this, think you want to see a guy who's, who solves all his problems with money and violence. No, see, I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight. And, and, like, I, I get where everybody likes. I, it's new. If people like the Egyptian guy, that's great. But I'm the old school. I want the billionaire. I want, I want to see Mark Spector go through these street criminals. I want to see the guy, street level guy who's taking on these thugs and having to deal with a split personality. I like the idea that, you know, he's got money as his power. Well, I, I do have a theory that because, you know, Mark has built up all this cash and now Stephen, you know, well, has gone through his story arc. He's a different person. What if Stephen becomes the Stephen we know from the comics? Well, Stephen, they've already said that they basically that there's been a lot of theory and apparently the theories are correct. We saw Jake in episode one. Jake's been oh, yeah. In episode oh, yeah. One. yeah. 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 We, we were definitely talking about all that stuff. And I think just that, his voice. Mm-hmm. I, 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 my whole thing is I, one reason I really thought Hawkeye did really well is because they did Hawkeye the way I think they were supposed to. Like, he, I know he, he, every, he's been an Avenger, but like the story was he was a street level guy, and that's what the series did. I wanted a street level a series for Moon Knight, and we didn't get that. We got this Egyptian stuff, and I'm just like, you know. And I think from what everything I, I've, from the two episodes I saw and everything I've researched, we got him in costume of what maybe a total of 25 minutes throughout the whole six episodes. I wanted him in the costume beating the hell out of criminals and trying to figure out who's going to win control of that character, and that's. I wanted the old school new moon. I didn't want this new moon, new moon night kind of stuff. Yeah, and, I, I and and I will agree. I was there in the first episode because that's what I wanted. I wanted to see, and then when they started to take it into another direction and use different elements from different parts of the story, I started to enjoy it more. Yeah, I did want more action, but I did enjoy the action that we did get. And oh Jesus, <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. I, I just wish they would have kept the Egyptian stuff for another storyline. I wanted, I wanted an introduction of this Moon Knight being Batman. That's really what I wanted from the series. I think, and I mean, I think Marvel definitely felt that sentiment that a lot of people make that comparison, and they're like, "We want to make sure that people know this is a whole different thing." So I think yeah. that's a big reason why they changed well, stuff is because I of mean, that. I didn't want him to be Batman, Batman, but I just wanted to right. realize, you know, he's not, you know, and, and I knew it. I knew from day one. I first met, you know, when I was reading West Coast Avengers, and there was Moon Knight. I get it. He's the avatar for this Egyptian moon god. And, you know, that's, I get that part, but I just didn't want to go into all the supernatural, because I think we've had plenty of supernatural going on with Marvel. I wanted to see more street level, realistic stuff going on. And that's where I kind of fell out of it. And I think the show does some stuff really cool, especially with the supernatural things like the the whole, and, and they they even use that to tie it into the larger MCU. There's a, in episode, episode five, they're, they're, you know, they're they're trying to get to the afterlife. Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're in some kind of you know the, the god psychiatric war with a big hippopotamus and trying well, to get back that's to that's the way the what do they call it? It's the Egyptian underworld, but but that the cool thing is that because he, the way they explain in the show, like because the human mind could not comprehend the, the underworld, 
each person has their own version of it. Now, to Mark, that was his way to process it through the look of the asylum. And and then it's cool because that ties into the Lemire run, which yeah, brings but, you that. But but the the main thing out of that was that Tower had explained, like, look, there's many uh, afterlifes. Like, and they even touch on, like, they, they bring the, the Black Panther, um, I forget what it's called, uh, you know, whenever he goes to talk to yeah. the other Panthers and stuff. So that was a fun way to tie it into the larger MCU without like having somebody have to show up and, and something like that. And and it's, I don't know, it feels like, I like that each, it's like Marvel's not saying like, this is the one right thing, this is heaven or whatever. We can still believe in like Valhalla and and the- uh, See, I, I didn't want that. Like, it, let's just say we've, look, it, it is, from what I can see, we're not sure if we're gonna get season two, but I didn't want that for season one. I wanted season yeah. one to be more of a realistic level and bring in the supernatural in, in book two or three. I, I guess the other thing is I have only read more of the modern Moon Knight stuff. So like all this, this is to me, this is more what Moon Knight is like. Nice. I, I've read some of the old, like I read his first comic and I was like, this is, who is this person? Like this That's is what I like. I like, the old style. I like the old school kind of Moon Knight. That's I more yeah. than I like new style Moon Knight. Yeah. So I, I definitely, I was telling Clay, I want to go back and read more stuff because I'm sure there's good stories in, in oh, all yeah. these runs. There's a reason why people love this character. So I, I mean, my introduction to him was on the West Coast Avengers. I liked him as the West Coast Avengers, you know, and, you know, and I, I definitely want to see him work with others. I, I know people are clamoring. They want a Midnight Suns and I, I can see why they would want a Midnight Suns because to me, this is like, part of Midnight Suns. Uh, I think there is one, and it maybe was Blade, recent. and then uh, Ghost Rider, and a couple others, and it was never uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight was uh, was part of uh, Marvel Knights, not Moon Midnight Suns. Yeah, I'll I'll check on that because I've seen people share a picture yeah. with like the Punisher, and, and yeah. maybe maybe it's the fan. It was, it was Marvel Knights. It was Marvel Knights because it was Daredevil, Punisher, Black Widow, Moon Knight. I think maybe Black Panther. Yeah, but but I really I just I don't know I feel like this character and also the fact that he has different alters and they can yeah. each have their own personality, it le- it lends itself to show both stories. They can do a story with you know the street level stuff that that you want and you like from the comics, or they can do the supernatural story, or they could just do like a complete hero story where he's actually just like hey maybe Moon Knight's uh more of a superhero than a vigilante. But uh, but but it, it really lends itself to some cool stuff like that. Oh, here I found the picture. Oh, it is it is more recent. I think it's from Damnation, maybe. Um, yeah, but no, wait. But like I said, Moon Knight's never been. It's been Marvel Knights, not Moon Knight Sons. Here I'll show you. Uh, here I found what I was talking about, and then maybe Clay can confirm or deny the rumors. Sorry, uh, my so dogs are just on. being so this difficult. This is what people are referencing, but it could um. be. This does look like it's more. Yeah, familiar. maybe that's a different midnight. But the original Midnight Suns was from like the early '90s. Oh yeah, I think that was a Greg Smallwood piece he did, uh, wanting to do a series. I think. I think I oh, maybe they did. They did pitch that book, but Marvel passed on it. You're right. Yeah. Oh, why I, would they pass on this? This looks rad. No shit. I mean, that that's exactly <coughs> what Smallwood excels at. Is is that kind of that level is, street art? I assume this is Hallstrom. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. But yeah, I mean, you, you remember this dude. It's Clay. The original Midnight Suns was like it was uh, Ghost Rider, it was Blade, it was a few others. But this is not the original Midnight Suns. I think I think Morbius was in it. Right? Morbius, yeah, yeah, Morbius. Yeah, was yeah. Yeah. What was that? Ninety seven? No, it was like maybe like ninety two, ninety three. Oh wow! Okay. You're right, Kyle. This movie needed more Morbius. <laughs> finally, it's finally coming to VOD on Tuesday. So 
You can now watch it at home. And now we're gonna get uh, Craven. Yeah. Um, all right. I do so want to. I do want to get back to a little bit of Moon Knight and kind of wrap that up for the for the audio listeners, since this will go out as an audio podcast as well. Um, and and we can have more conversation when Josh gets here too, because I know he he hasn't seen the show. But uh, but Clay, I can talk. I can talk Moon Knight every episode. I know you can. I'm gonna let you do a, a little mini on your own of just like just get everything out. But what did you what did you think of the look of like the the suits and all that? I, I thought everything translated really well, but yeah, I mean, I really liked it. I, uh, it, you know, it's neat to see uh, them him be able to suit up like that because in the comic he just wears like this white leotard. So mm. to, just to see it kind of consume him uh, was neat. And even even when he they would go back to Mister Knight to Moon Knight, uh, I, I just dug the whole yeah. thing. And I, I like that his his crescents are kind of endless, right? He just keeps getting them from his chest. That's a neat detail. But I also like that he he lost like whenever Conchi was in prison, he lost the powers of Moon Knight. So I didn't I didn't know what they were gonna do with that. Um, so that was interesting. Now, Kyle, I do think maybe you should watch the last episode because there's a giant kaiju battle battle that I think you might enjoy. I know, I know. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen clips and stuff, but just it's just yeah. Like I, said, I was telling uh, Daniel, I'm not a fan. I wanted to be street level uh, superhero for first book, and I w- I'd rather have the Egyptian stuff stay for like a second or third series. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want that straight yeah. up. Honest, I wanted. I want a Moon Knight. That I, I want to see the Moon Knight that I got to learn about in, when I was reading him in West Coast Avengers. Yeah, and, and I think that we'll get there. I think with having this kind of story, it's weird to introduce a, a character like Moon Knight into a team book or something. No, no, I'm not saying a team book, but I mean, but I mean, he wasn't introduced as like a as a as a. The comic book didn't start off. All we knew is he was the avatar of a Moon guy. We didn't see him with supernatural and dealing with these Egyptian gods at the very beginning. Went from the you know very start of Moon Knight. It was like right, yeah. later. Yeah, he was I mean, a street level fighter from the from the jump, and that was what was fun. Is you could just pick up and 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 this was my complaint on the first episode. Back in the day when Moon Knight came out, you could pick up an issue, read read one, have great action, and be done. One yeah. issue standalone. It, that was what was great with comics back in the day. That's, no that's one, no one was writing for the graphic novel, and that's all they do now. Um, and so, even this show felt like, well, we're writing for the second season too. You know, we're we're going to build all this stuff about Jake. You're never going to see, or you'll see parts of him, and then we'll and then we'll uh, add him on in just in the second season. And and if they do tell his origin, it'll be a completely different tone. Hmm. But I would like to see him team up. I was telling Daniel, I want to see him team up with some of these new newcome newcomers, because when you team when when the heroes team up, you know, and they go fight, so it, it usually takes this place. The heroes don't know each other. They fight. They realize they have the same purpose. Then they go. Moon Knight's a guy. I think he could join a team, not fight, then get in the middle of a fight and start killing people, and all the other heroes look at him like wait a minute, that's not what we're about. That's not what we're here to do. And I would love to see him team up with a possible West Coast Avengers that included Kate Bishop, uh, the new the new Black Widow, uh, maybe the new Vision. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I, that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, we, but, but, we'll, but for we'll six talk, ish- We'll talk more about that next week, but we don't. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. But for, for six, I mean... 
I loved Moon Knight, but I never thought he would get a show or a movie or anything. And to see a guy with the talent of Oscar Isaacs take it on and do such a good job, I admit I hated the first episode. I did not like the what they did uh, uh, to Stephen Grant, but it grew on me. And uh, I, you know, it it's easier to see Mark go from or see Moon Knight go from Mark, who is a confident soldier to a guy who's not that confident. And you can't have a billionaire, you know, playboy philanthropist type as your other personality. Cause he would already have that confidence. Like, I don't know what would make him any different than Mark, except maybe fighting styles and stuff. So I, I, I'd like to see season two be more of a growth of Steven and I would rather have seen him. I would rather have seen if I'm not saying I think I can't remember if it was Steven or it was uh, Jake. But I, the fact that one of them used to be a taxi driver, I would have liked to have seen him start Jake. as a taxi driver just in the series, and I let that start from there. He's driving. He's driving. He's driving Okay, but I would rather have seen that, and then, like him have. Like, I'd rather like, that, that start that off as a low quality like street level thing, and then have realized wait, what's going on, and you go jump into the next character. That that, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I do. I do like that the way the show put this on. Like it allows us to go to very cool locations. Like all the stuff that happened in. I know it's supposed to be London. I don't think they were in London. I believe they were like in Belgium or something. Yeah. Uh, and then also going to Egypt and seeing like a whole. I don't know. I feel like we don't really see. We see Egypt like, like this, but but it's always kind of through the lens of an American. In this case, the the director Mohammed Diab is, is not American, so like, it gives you another look at like. Uh, maybe not everyone in the world looks at Egypt like we do, right? Like you don't yeah. need to, like when when you do countries like that or like Mexico, and then directors just throw that that yellow filter on top of it. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I was gonna say. You don't have to do that. Like it's just a regular country with regular people. Like, um, yeah, he just showed people like having dinner, being yeah. out. There's a market, you know, just like every other place in the world. And it's no different. Uh, when, 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 the, when the Red Scarab shows up and the little girl asks her, like, wait, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yeah, I guess I am. And you're like, cool. Like, now everybody, like, especially in this world where people are aware, like, there are these superheroes, but, like, why are they all in New York? Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it because, you know, people are always going to complain about, well, why'd they introduce her? Why'd they give her, you know... God damn it, man. Let some people have some heroes. I mean, the fact that most of us read these books when we were kids and can connect and identify with uh, white dudes dressing up, beating the shit out of people because because they're like us. Jesus Christ, have an Egyptian superhero that's badass. She's got fucking wings. She fights like Falcon, but she also has swords. I want to see that action, man. No one built that suit for it to just stand around. So, yeah. 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 Um. All right. Well, I, I do want to, I do want to say like overall, I think I really like the show, and I quite, I, I want more Moon Knight somehow. Uh, like I said, hopefully we'll get to see Moon Knight in the future. In uh, he has to show up in that Werewolf by Night uh, Halloween thing. Otherwise, why oh, are they yeah. even making that? Um, but we'll see. Uh, the MCU is in a state of flux constantly. Yeah. Things are getting well, broken. We're at the in. cosmic level. We're doing. We're we're, we're doing the cut, and I think that's why Moon Knight stressed the gods in this one because we've done you know the eternals we're doing uh a, another level of well, uh the universe that we have to uh deal with in the future uh phase yeah 
did I tell you guys what I thought the end credit was gonna be, or what I not what I thought, what I wanted the end credit to be? What I don't know if I, we talked about it. So, in the I think the week before the first moon, the last moon night aired, or maybe a couple weeks before, we got that Thor trailer, right? The, I think we talked about that in the last yeah. time we were all kind of together. Um, I wanted the end credit scene to be because they set up so many Egyptian gods now, or and the, a whole pantheon of gods on Earth, really. Right. Uh, I thought they were gonna free more of them because we saw a bunch of them in that wall that were trapped in the little the little statues, right? Uh, and even if they didn't show anything, just like oh maybe they found a few of them dead on Earth, uh, and 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 that's it. And it's just like a little hint that like Gore is out there just killing gods, and we're getting ready for that. Now, I, like I said, I like this end credit scene as well, and and I, I'm glad that they don't have, they prove that they don't have to tie everything in. I thought that would have been cool. Uh, maybe in the movie they will reference that Gore has visited Earth, or maybe because of all these gods doing so much stuff, like on a more cosmic level, like when Kanchu moved back the night two thousand years, like that caught the attention of Gore, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go to like there's gods over here. I gotta go kill them." Um, so we'll see. Uh, I I trust in Taika. Um, and I think overall the MCU is in a in good direction. Um, I know, I know we haven't on. seen Christian Bale dressed up as uh, uh, the God Butcher, Lord. but yeah, we've only seen I've the, heard we've it's seen I've heard toys. it's awesome. We've only seen the toy. Always look to the toys, kids. Uh, <laughs> they have all the answers because they need a market to the children. Uh, but but yeah. Um, any any other thoughts on Moon Knight before we wrap this this part up? Hey, We've defined the purple magic that's in the MCU as what chaotic, or no, no, chaotic is red because that's Scarlet Witch. But yeah. I think uh, it's just purple is what purple feels like. Whatever you need to unwrap, um, different universe. I think purple magic fractures the, the the multiverse because we've seen it in Loki. We've seen it in uh, No Way Home. Or uh, yeah, No Way it's Home. It's the dark dimension. That's right. He's pulling because he was pulling Anubis from the dark dimension. So he was able Maybe. to pull or from the underworld. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that's what that connects to because then we also see uh, the gods of Egypt use white magic uh, to bind Mark. So it's curious the same way we had the infinity stones, we've got different color magic and they all mean mm -hmm. different things. Um, uh, again, I'm 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 bummed that Kyle didn't dig it because I really dug it. But uh, yeah, right. I agree. It would have been great to have more fights and stuff. I mean, I, you've like I've liked stuff you guys didn't. So yeah, <laughs> I just I, I just am such a big Moon Knight fan. No, it was fine. so yeah. great to finally see. I, this. I'll be sure to be honest. I couldn't get through the Batman. I tried three times watching. I turned it off. I was so bored out of the fucking movie. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to. I can't even finish it. What? Yeah, I, I I just I'm just maybe it's just because I'm not in the mood to watch a Batman film. I'm so burnt out on these Batman films coming out. But I just but that, I, I, I mean that is true. We do get a lot of content for Batman. About, I got about five or ten minutes in. And every time I just turned it off because I was nothing about it grabbed me. Yes. Yeah, there there it is definitely more of a thriller. Yeah, I just I mean I, mean, I just I don't know. You get you know it's it's seven. If you enjoyed seven. That's what the Batman, the huge. I'm not chunk looking for that in the bat. I'm, I'll be sure about. I'm not looking for that in the superhero. I wanted a superhero again. I want. I want your street level guy beating the hell. And I get it. He does it, but it just it's. Well, I, Matt Reeves is making the point of how a guy becomes the world's greatest detective. 
because but- he's not in this movie and he has to give him something. It's I, I don't know, man. I, like I'm bummed that you didn't finish that because there are moments in there that really pivot for Batman in theatrical version that I'm excited to see when he uh, when the flood at the end happens and yeah. uh, he offers a hand to help. Like there's there's this point where Batman has to become Superman because yeah, there, we don't have hope in this world anymore. There's definitely a journey, but it is a long journey. So if you're not in for that, yeah. if you don't want to go on that maybe, long, maybe later. Maybe, but right yeah. now, I just I couldn't do it because it just it, maybe it, I'll have I'll ask Zack Snyder to break it up in chapters for you. <laughs> Um, no, if it, I see Zack Snyder's name attached, I'm not even going to touch it anymore. If you want to know, everyone else does uh, full thoughts on the Batman. Oh, no, I, I, I see everybody's thought. I just, I just, I tried. Oh, I mean, I mean for, for the people listening and watching, oh. you can go check out the audio yeah. podcast we dropped last week, or you can check out the, the video where we had a guest, Mike, uh, from the I Read Comic Books podcast. But I mean, while Clay's away, I'll, right. uh, I'll, I'll exit out of the audio podcast. So anyone listening on audio, Thank you guys for listening. Um, remember to share and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating. Uh, we we are now with the Geek Collective, so that's a whole different thing. And we're starting to rebuild the the, the show. Uh, we'll have more stuff coming out. I'm sure we'll talk about Multiverse of Madness in the future. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And let us know what you thought about Moon Knight. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue on Twitter, at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch, at Next Issue. And on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast, you can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.